previously on episode one of Intervention. You found it. There are over 5,000 images in this folder. The delegates have probably taken their seats. My boss. I know, I know. Just tell him the situation I have here. He'll understand. Wait. See that smudgy patch there? Bottom left? It seems to read 1224 AM, March 27, 2045. It was taken two days ago. I'm not so sure about that. What a surprise. It's Chancellor Smith. What? He probably wants to negotiate for control over the space station. I wouldn't doubt that. I wonder how much his Chinese buddy over there shovels into his wallet each year. Ah, Dr. Smith, please come here. I am very curious. How is it that one becomes a member within your organization? Excuse me, sir. Communications still have not been able to locate any additional transmissions regarding the reason Minister Henderson has called you here. Nothing at all? The Honorable Minister Henderson. I'd like to welcome all members of this here United Nations World Aerospace Commission. Right here, Mr. Chairman. A matter of grave importance has been brought to my attention. The energy emissions emitted from the solar flare detectors collection assembly produces no harmful effects at all. You buying this act? (laughs) Sounds like a load of horse fertilizer to me. (laughs) Excuse me, Mr. Pillard. I'm hearing from various companies and institutions around the world that during each time these energy bursts occur, every onboard chronometer has been dramatically affected in only one way. Mr. Pillard, where is this funding coming from for this project on such an enormous task? Uh, Mr. Pillard... You mentioned something about seizing the Spanish research probe. That data was not transmitted in secret, and the probe's experiment are being conducted by a private institution, not our government. Can you explain this little incident to us, Mr. Pillard? Or could Mr. Strone here confirm this little piece of intel for us? Let, let me answer that. I've had enough of this. Mr. Pillard. Order! Order, Mr. Pillard! Good morning, everyone. My name is Dr. Benjamin Samuels. I would now like to direct your attention towards the projected image to my right. Intervention, Episode 2, Assembly of the Crew, Part 1. More hibiki? I'd appreciate that. Pairs nice with that Cuban, doesn't it? My friend, when it comes to cigars and whiskey, you're the king. (laughs) This fifth floor balcony out in the open air also tops it off, I'd have to say. A lovely addition to your new headquarters. Yes, everyone from what I'm hearing loves this new building. I'd say it was a good move. You know, Christopher, it's quite a pity we don't spend much time with each other these days. Walter, only situations like today's meeting affords us time to break away from our usual regimen. You are so right. I guess we'll have to hire more secretaries then. <laughs> I think we have quite enough people running around both our camps these days. <laughs> Agreed, my friend. Speaking of busy people, Chris, how are things going with the newlywed in there? With her being married now and having to juggle your frequent travel schedules around her new family life. I'd say we three are a match made in heaven, especially with Drake being head of security. It all seems to work out quite well for the three of us. You know, they are in constant conversation almost every day, and for several hours at a time. (laughs) Discussing matters not pertaining to your security, I assume. (laughs) Not hardly. 
<laughs> Look at them in there. I'll bet he's what those two women are carrying on about right now. <laughs> sure they are. Christopher, there's an important matter I'd like to speak with you about. In fact, I'd like to ask for your assistance in helping me. What is it? There seems to be a certain amount of discord amongst key members associated with this organization. A bit of disillusion in how we're handling matters in the way of disciplinary actions and enforcement of commission regulations. That I am very well aware of. You are? So then there is a bigger problem here. Between you and I, Walt, several affiliates have expressed an interest in disassociating themselves from the commission. They have shared that with me personally. I see. So the rumors are true. We can't have that. It was the combined efforts of everyone affiliated with this organization that has ensured peaceful collaborations in the development of our current United Space programs. Such a breakup would encourage rivalry amongst old enemies, and we certainly don't want that. We have come a long way with convincing them that rocket technology for space exploration is by far more viable than proving who has the mightier sword, and all that effort we put into everything could just end up going to waste. So what do you propose to do about it? What we need is to meet with those disgruntled parties to discuss what they deem to be more favorable to everyone involved when it comes to structuring regulatory policy. And that would be without involvement of Mr. Pillard's office, of course. Well, at least during the initial listening stage. Then the regulatory board, and I will take it from there. You know that Mr. Pillard is going to blow his top when he finds out that you are setting up regulatory policy meetings without his participation, don't you? I'm not worried about Mr. Pillard. It is about time things changed around here because all of these dictatorial regulations his office has convinced the board in agreeing upon is bringing about an irreversible destruction to every principle this organization was founded upon. To tell you the truth... I kind of like the fact that governments finally have a chance to feel what it's like to be governed for a change. The downside, I'd have to say, of course, is that those same laws have an effect on how I run my operations. And there are many rules in the books I'd love to see just get tossed out the window. Oh, my friend, I know very much where your grievances lie. And that is why we need a certain kind of spokesperson to rally the member affiliates together as one voice. Someone other than me, of course. Someone the member affiliates trust. A person who is outside of any departmental office within this organization. A man with whom I also place my trust in. Hmm? Oh, no. That is not my kind of thing. I am not one to speak on behalf of any governmental body. I have my hands full with so much of my own small part of the world. But you already talk with them individually during trade negotiations. Only in this situation, they will be all together, and all you have to do is do your thing. Speak. Organize. Pull them all together under a single united cause. This could also be a way to get the regulatory board on your side, so you can bring about those changes you so desperately want to come to pass. And don't worry, my friend. I have no intentions of dragging you before the wolves alone. I will be pushing things along on my end, from within the board itself. <sighs> Mr. Henderson, your other guests have arrived. Great. Thanks, Beverly. You're welcome. 
my friend. Just think about it for a while. Well, it seems our guests must have had a short lunch. They're early. Don't worry about those glasses. Beverly will take care of those. Come. Good afternoon, Dr. Smith. It's nice seeing you again. Nice to see you as well, Ben. How's everything going? Terrific. If you have a minute later, I'd like to talk with you concerning a certain project, if you don't mind. We'll talk after the meeting. Dr. Samuels, welcome. Thanks for allowing me the opportunity to speak today. You are most welcome. Here, have a seat. The second meeting is about to begin. Mr. Henderson, it's a great pleasure meeting you again. You also, Dr. Smith. Miss Chung, nice meeting you. Christopher, Dr. Chung here is one of the design engineers I was telling you about. She is currently working... Where are you again, my dear? Devonshire Technologies, on contract in the development of their second space laboratory. And by the way, just call me Jan. Okay, Jan. Jan here was present earlier in the development of our space station. But after she moved on to an awaiting project, our committee in charge of construction decided to make certain modifications to the station's general purpose, totally redesigning its functions according to some other plans they've later acquired out of the blue somewhere. That I am very well aware of, Walter. Under the direction of Mr. Pillard, I've heard. Yes. Have a seat, Jan. We'll begin shortly. Minister Henderson, thanks for the invite. Glad you could take the time to stay a little longer, Mr. Mahler. Hey, whatever it's about. I'm glad you chose to give me the exclusive. You are one I trust more than any of the rest in presenting a more accurate account of what we're really doing up there. Thanks for the kind words, sir. You're very welcome. Dr. Smith, it's nice to finally meet you, Mr. Mahler. And you also, sir. I have always been a big admirer of the work you guys do down there. I appreciate your admiration, Mr. Mahler. Uh, Call me Matthew. Uh, Okay, Matthew. Have a seat, gentlemen. We're about to begin. But first, could you excuse me, everyone? I'll be back in just a moment. Beverly, can you take all calls? Tell everyone who calls that this meeting will be only for 30 minutes. No problem. I greatly appreciate all of you for taking the time to stay a little longer. Gentlemen and ladies, I have called on each of you because in some way you were already involved in the development of our experimental space station, directly and indirectly. Hmm. The only exception here is Mr. Mahler, whose role in all of this will be explained shortly. It is by unanimous vote that you three have been chosen to give a final assessment of what is truly going on up there with the space station. That is, if each of you agree with undertaking this task. You, Dr. Smith, oversees one of the most advanced facilities that houses some of the most brightest minds on this planet. Whatever you do to manage to stay warm at that place is a miracle to me. Furthermore, the technological capabilities of your ships are by far more superior than any other agency around. And I understand that they are capable of extended operations with space missions, right? They are. That is why I ask for your cooperation toward carrying out this operation and to breathe an air of confidence back into the people whom hold trust in what we stand for here. 
and to let you know, for your time and expenses it will take to carry out these tasks, I will personally see to it that you are thoroughly compensated for your participation in this. I thank you, sir. As for Jan and Benjamin, you two were chosen because you have great knowledge in the mechanics involved with this type of operation, along with the experience of your prior participation with this project. I ask that you cooperate with Dr. Smith in working to resolve these issues we currently face. In turn, reassuring the public that everything that can be done is in very capable hands. Can we still count on your participation? Why, yes. Yes. Uh, we will be compensated too, right? For your time and effort, yes. We will pay you according to your individual professional scale. And being that each of you procure your assignments on a contractual basis, I am quite sure that following the completion of this mission, you will receive more offers than you could possibly ever service. Uh, excuse me, Minister Henderson. Mr. Mahler? I am not a scientist, nor do I belong to any research or aerospace organization. I am a freelance writer. What exactly is my role in this? Being that you are an impartial, independent-minded journalist, I would like for you to account for all the minute-to-minute -minute details of the mission, for our own archival documentation, and to present to the public an up-to-date report on the mission's daily progress. Plus, I really like what you said about me on my appointment as General Administrator to the Commission in that broadcast a few years back. And I meant every word of it. I gratefully thank you, then. Minister Henderson, being that my community is an independent organization that runs very efficiently according to the rules and procedures we find safe and functional for our missions, who might I ask will be in charge of the total operations with this? My old friend, I know you more than you think I do, and you ask me that? To everyone here, from what I can account personally, and it is also on record, that the Antarctic Science Community Missions has never lost a person to accident, nor have they ever caused harm or damage to any person or properties in space, as well as here on the ground. Dr. Smith, because of the competence I already know you possess, along with the capabilities of the people you entrust in doing their jobs, who would you say I'd entrust that position to? I thank you, sir. Friends, this is only a briefing. From here on, I assure you will be able to trust Dr. Smith in preparing the necessary steps in order to get the mission up and running. I will be in constant contact with him to see how things are advancing. And from this, I will address the general public along with our board on your findings. I'd like to thank all of you for your time and your cooperation. I so greatly appreciate this. Guys, if you don't mind sticking around, I'd like to go over where we will meet before our departure to our training facility. Minister Henderson, would the lobby here be a good place to get everyone together? In, say, four days? Why, yes, by all means. By all means, the lobby is fine. And don't worry about transportation costs. We intend to fully reimburse all key member participants here. Is this good for everyone? Yes. Why, yes. Yes. Then I thank you for your participation, and I hope all of you have a safe and pleasant mission.
Day 4, April 2nd, 2045. Would you be needing assistance to the counter? No, we should be able to manage everything from here. Thanks for asking. Hey, watch that car! What the f***? Whoa, take it easy now. That guy! Here's a 50. Don't let it get to you. I thank you, sir. That guy's a stupid driver. Let's get on our way, guys. We have a three-hour flight ahead of us. Hmm, so that's who just arrived. It seems Kamali's right on time as usual. Kamali? You mean Kamali Akaria? Yes, Dr. Kamali Akaria. She hosts that TV show in Discovery, right? Yes, Biologistics, the show that talks about animal intelligence. She's just as stunning as she looks on TV. Very stunning and very smart. Five books published, a PhD. She's just received her VMD and recently celebrated her 28th birthday, which is why she is here in town. I'd love to have found out about that party. It was a private occasion, just family and friends. You knew about it? I was there. You were? Yes, her parents were present at the assembly meeting the other day. They were the delegates from India. Her birthday event was held at their condo here in town just two days ago. Kamali was the first student accepted into our ICE program. That was just before everything in her life took off. Wow, I'd really like to meet her. You will. She's coming with us. Just to let you know, at times she can be a little particular and driven in her own way. So if you are building up any thoughts, you were just forewarned, my friend. Mr. C. You waited. No, you're right on time like you usually are. Uh, I've been so busy these past few years. I haven't had time to come down for a visit. You've got a lot on the table for yourself right now. But here you are. Yes. My mom and dad told me to tell you not to let our baby end up freezing down here. Let them know I'll do my best not to. I see you're in your second season now. The show's been pulling in good numbers. At least, that's how the studio execs put it. <laughs> TV talk. Come on, let's all get inside. By the way, Kamali, these are a few fellow associates of mine. First here is Dr. Benjamin Samuels, astrophysicist. Pleased to meet you, Dr. Akaria. I'm familiar with your work quite well. Nice meeting you also, Dr. Samuels. Hopefully you have heard only the pleasant stuff. <laughs> Only good things. And this is Dr. Jan Chung, aerospace engineer and amateur astronomer. Hello, Dr. Chung. Pleased to meet you also, Dr. Akaria. Just call me plain old Kamali. Hello, Dr. Akaria. It's nice meeting you in person. My name is Matthew, Matthew Mahler. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Mahler. Matthew is a contributing writer with Science Outlook magazine. He's going to record detailed data on all the mission's activities and act as our publicist, keeping the rest of the world up to date on the progress of the repairs being made to the space station. Wonderful. Okay, over here, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, upon our arrival, you will be joined by two other guests. One of them is a colonel from the U.S. Air Force. He is also an experienced astronaut. The other person is an engineer from Spain's Antarctic outpost. Excuse me, Dr. Smith. 
I understand why Spain is sending us a man. We will be using their probe. But why is a U.S. Air Force colonel joining us? From what I've been told, the Air Force is calling this a kind of training exercise. And since they feel that there is much they could learn from this operation, they are sending us one of their men. My instincts tell me that there could be a little more behind their decision. We could only wonder, Mr. Mahler. Everything's ready, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our pilot today, and he will be at the controls during the mission also. When not on active duty with the U.S. Air Force himself, he plays an important part in the operations of our aerospace facilities. Everyone, I'd like you to meet Captain Winston Reeves. Hello. Pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you also. Hello. Hello. I'm Kamali Akaria. Hello. Kamali, Winston joined the ASC a few weeks after you left to complete your medical doctorate. I have always wanted you two to meet. I am glad you both finally had that chance. It's a pleasure. No, the pleasure's mine. Now, if everyone would follow me. Excuse me. Sir, everything is ready at the base, and accommodations are all ready for our guests. Great, then it will be just a quick stop over for them. Skyport did mention that there is a storm front building up, 120 kilometers from base, but it seems to be stalled at the moment. I guess we'll have to step on it then, just in case it decides to move. Winston, before I forget, I need you to instruct Cindy to give a visitor's priority one clearance to Mr. Mahler. A priority one? Are you sure, sir? Yes, a visitor's priority one. Okay. I'll be sure to tell her as soon as we're on board. Stay ahead. I'll catch up with you later. Mr. Mahler, it took a little convincing from Minister Henderson to persuade me that it would be in my best interest to open the doors of the ASC to the eyes of the world. And as he says it, it is a time like this that reveals a man's true worth in society. He also says that if he were in my shoes... He take full advantage of this opportunity that God has placed before me. <laughs> well, I would have to say that I also agree, Dr. Smith. <laughs> wow, it's amazing how much business goes on behind the scenes in this town. There are a lot of private jets parked out here. Oh my God, it's the Ares 3. So, which one's yours? Mr. Mahler, huh? I think you may want to turn in this direction. You see, Mr. Mahler... Antarctica is not that friendly a place for mere business jets. No way. The Ares 1, correct? Your personal craft? No, that's the Ares 3. It's the newest and largest of our aerospace fleet. Stay tuned for Assembly of the Crew, Part 2. Hey. This is Tad here, from episode one. You want to learn more about us, the actors? Then go to MauriceYoung.com. Click on the Actors tab. You want to learn more about the show? Guess what you got to do? It's at MauriceYoung.com. Go there.